You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome to the show. We're the world's largest international market. we got a lot of fun stuff going on. And if you're a long-time listener of the show, thank you for listening. This is the part of the show where I ask you all, head over to Apple Podcasts and give me a nice review of the show. It doesn't have to be a nice review. I just want any review of the show. Let me know what you think. And as always, I want to encourage you to reach out and get engaged I like to make content for all of you, so you can shoot me an email at podcast at junglegyms.com. Let me know if you're listening to the audio-only version. Again, thank you. But I want to recommend you all join in on the video version. YouTube's making a big push for podcasts, and we want to be one of the best ones on there. So this week on the show, I've got all kinds of fun stuff coming up for you. We've got a bodybuilder in here, and she's sharing some nutrition facts with some of the stuff she buys here at Jungle Gyms. Then I've got vegan treats from Chubby Bunny Bakery, as well as some hummus from Chickpea Chicks. But coming up next, let's head back to the studio. Jelly versus Jim. What's the difference, right? We're going to find out all through this. Oh. Oh. That's right, it's a little joke. We're back at 50 West. I'm interviewing a pineapple because we're doing our Pineapple Whip, the fifth beer in the Road to the Jungle series. Now, if this all made a little less sense to you in the audio-only version, I highly recommend you check us out on YouTube because the joke plays great there. So here we are cutting some pineapple. We're dumping some pineapple into the brew tanks here. There's the Forbidden Milkshake hose, and we've got all kinds of fun stuff. They let me touch knobs and be in charge of things. I'm looking forward to it. Check out what we cooked up with 50 West. All right, so I'm here at 50 West. Uh, Ferd, we're making a beer, apparently. Uh, you want to tell everybody what they can look forward to? This is part of Road of the Jungle, right? Yes, yeah, so this is going to be Road of the Jungle Volume 5, and we are doing a pineapple whip. So it is going to be vanilla, lactose, and lots of, lots of pineapple. So it's going to actually be the most um, lactose ever put into a beer at 50 West. And then also the most pineapple put into a beer in 50 West. What's the next step in the process? So we're, we're fruiting the beer today. So um, we boiled everything, did the mash last week. So now it's in the fermenter. We're going to add the pineapple. We're going to use a bunch of pineapple that we brought from Jungle Gyms. And we're also going to use a bunch of pineapple puree. Because we really, Sorry. Scott and I don't have the time to cut that much pineapple. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> Cutting some pineapples for a beer. We're about to fruit. So real quick on the lactose side, I know we covered this briefly last time. Could you tell everybody what the point of adding lactose to a beer like this is? Um, adds a little body, some mouthfeel, uh, gives a lot of good flavor. And lactose that we're putting in is like lactose sugar because that's an unfermentable sugar. So it doesn't drive the alcohol content up, but leaves you with residual sweetness. So we're sitting here outside of some pineapple puree, right? And so I, knowing very little about the process still, I know we cut some actual fruit, but what's, what's the point of this? Uh, the point of this is so we don't have to spend 15 hours chopping up pineapples ourselves. It is 100% pineapple puree. Uh, it's not like fake flavor or artificial concentrate, blah, blah, blah. It's 100% pineapple puree. Just uh, a huge machine somewhere takes the pineapples and turns them into a usable format for us. That's perfect. I'm assuming this is one of those common practices that just doesn't get acknowledged a lot in the ads and the behind the scenes videos. Would that be safe to assume? 
Yeah, probably. I mean, most people do this way, do it this way. There are some people who are maniacal and say, nope, we're going to spend 15 hours cutting pineapples and so we can say that we did that, uh, which is perfectly fine if that's the route you want to go. But most uh, places, yeah, we'll, we'll do some amount of this, if not all. Is there any, like, and I, since it's effectively the same thing, there's no issue with using the fresh cut fruit and this together, correct? Uh, correct, yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um, you could argue, you know, the source of the pineapple could be slightly different, so maybe one tastes a little sweeter or a little less sweeter. One's got, you know, more of a melon character that comes to it. So there could be a little bit of difference in the flavor just because they're not necessarily sourced from, you know, the same acre on the same farm. But, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it's pineapple. So how much of the puree have you drank when you're alone, Scott? Uh, I only drink puree with a friend. So what we're doing right now is just dropping some yeast off. Uh, you can't really add uh, fruit to a beer with a whole bunch of yeast in it sometimes. Uh, it'll cause a secondary fermentation. So right now what we're doing is uh, dropping it down, and uh, we'll be able to load, load it in. Sweet. Thanks yeah, so much. Absolutely. It looks delicious. It's portable pudding. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you guys let me drink so much of it. Oh, baby. Real thick. It'll start to thin out a little bit. But as long as it stays on your fingers, yeah. that means that there's still yeast. If it comes off your fingers, that means that you're at beer. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, not to be outdone, last time I ate some of the grains. This time I'm going to try the pineapple puree. I'm going to take a look in the cup. It's pretty thick. Oh, yeah, I definitely would drink an entire bag of that with or without friends. Is it pineapple-y? What's that? Is it pineapple-y, though? <laughs> I got an idea. Uh, hey, guys, so I tried the pineapple puree. What's the likelihood you guys are going to let me uh, get out of here with one of those boxes? Not a chance. Uh, I'm going to go with hard no. Cool, well, thank you for your hospitality. Well, we had a great time today at 50 West Brewing, the fifth volume of Road to the Jungle Beer. Ugh, sorry, got a little souvenir. Uh, had a great time out here. That'll be in store sometime around mid-September. Lucky start the car. We got to get out of here. I got the pineapple up here. Like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Well, thankfully they didn't catch me taking all the pineapple puree, but of course, thanks to 50 West, and guess what? It's in stores right now, so you can try some, and coming up soon on the show, we're actually going to bring the 50 West team in to make actual pineapple whip, the treat. Looking forward to it. Well, no more time for drinking. Coming up next, I met a while back uh, Julie from Dojoy Bread. We talked about her great keto bread that we carry here in the store, and we made a joke on the last episode about how I wanted to meet one of her bodybuilder friends. So she brought in Haley. Haley is an expert, competitive bodybuilder here in town. She's got an event coming up in November. It's going to be crazy. And I wanted to talk to her about nutrition and some of the stuff that she finds at Jungle Gyms to help her stay in such crazy shape. So from that, let's actually go back to the studio this time. We made a joke about this a few months back, and now... It's happening for real. So I'm welcoming back to the show, Julie from Dojoy Bread. Hi, Julie. Hi, Mark. And a new guest of the show, Haley. Um, yeah. And I think that we've been threatening to uh, arm wrestle for months now, but oh, I'm yes. glad that you're finally here. I, I don't want to lose that badly on camera, though. So. <laughs> right, right, uh, right, right. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah. Oh, I guess before we dive too far into it, Julie, how did you two get connected in the first place? Well, so... 
as you know, I have this low-carb bread called Dojoy. So it has wonderful nutrition. It's also really tasty. I love and it. You've got it prepared with the plug right, right? off the jump. I love it. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> got to do it. It's great, too. Yeah, it's been awesome. Sold here at Jungle Gyms in the natural food aisle. Yep. Um, but in the course of just getting the word out about that, you know, it's a natural fit with people who are really actively working to improve their fitness sure. and, and train. And some are very, um, you know, new in the stages of, of recovering their health, recovering their weight. Others are really in, you know, super fit. And that's sort of the range of people who are interested in this bread. So in the course of just getting the word out there, I met Haley mm -hmm. um, at Westchester Fitness Club, and she became a very early advocate for Dojoy. And then I started, like, for the first time, sort of seeing into this world of competition fitness blew my mind and started getting really excited about how a bread like ours can fit into that kind of diet and that kind of uh, lifestyle. Sure. So I asked Haley to to talk to you about it because if somebody like Haley, who is on a very, very intense diet regimen, can make Dojoy fit in her um, in her diet, then surely more ordinary people. Not that you're not ordinary. No, you're yes. extraordinary. Okay, right. Thank you. Other people can do the same with great success as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that was the idea. That's really, really cool. Yeah. So yeah, Haley, why don't you just like lead in here? Uh, what exactly would you refer to your, like what would your title be? So I am a professional bodybuilder. Okay. I won my pro card on April 30th in Colorado. It was my first competition. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And yeah. then I'm also a personal trainer, boot camp instructor, um, and a sports nutrition nutrition coach um, Amazing. doing macronutrients for people at Westchester Fitness Club. That's incredible. So, so yeah. I want to talk to you about macronutrients and some of the dietary yeah. stuff for sure. So let's not forget that. But mm -hmm. um, what does your day look like usually, right? Like what's your workout regimen? Like how insane is that? So, you know, contrary to what, you know, what popular belief is people think that they need to work, you know, six, seven days a week or work out six or seven days a week. Mm -hmm. I'm really in the realm of about five days a week. Um, but that's where the importance of nutrition comes in, right? So mm -hmm. my cardio right now is only three to four times a week, pretty pretty minimal, steady state cardio. Mm -hmm. um, once we get closer to my next competition, we'll be ramping that up. But right now it's just lifting weights, bodybuilding, um, focusing on a different muscle group um, every single day. We're five days a week, so. How did yeah. you get into this? So let's see, I've always been into fitness. Okay. Um, in 2015, I really jumped into fitness. In high school, I was more of the cardio bunny, tracking calories, only eating you know 800 calories a day because that's what society tells us that we need to do when we sure. want to lose weight. Um, and then in 2015, I really started to get serious about bodybuilding, started working out, really enjoyed it, learned about macronutrients. Um, went into 2017, got married in 2019, COVID hit 2020. Right. I actually had a baby last February. Oh, congratulations um, again. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I've always dabbled in stepping on the stage and doing a bodybuilding competition. Um, and I figured when I, after I had my baby, I, I figured, you know, why not now? So I yeah. started preparing last November and then competed in April and won my pro card and then kind of changed the direction and path of my life so career-wise that's so cool yeah when you say the pro card what 
What does that actually mean? So I won in my division. So I'm a figure competitor. Okay. Um, so I won my in my class and mm -hmm. then the overall division. So I beat everybody up on stage that was in figure. Oh, okay. And when you say that too, like what does a figure competitor mean compared to like, I know very little about your world. So right. no, explain yeah. it like I'm five. For sure. <laughs> so there's bikini, um, there's figure, there's physique, um, figures in the muscle. So, or is in the middle. Okay. Um, the, it's a little bit more muscle than figure, or than I'm sorry, than bikini. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of all that it really is. Just just more muscle. No, that's cool. Than bikini, yeah. right? Um, is this a good time to have you flex on camera for us? Do you <laughs> yeah, think? Is for that a sure. good time? Yeah. I'm do I that. need to sit here and flex, or I do you want me to probably, like get up? To, and flex? Yeah, if you want, we can stand you up against the walls. That seems like a good shot, Luck. <laughs> Or if you want to just stand up right there and do yeah, it. Yeah, sure. And show up. Everybody in the store is going to be like, what is he having done? I'm like, yeah, I'm really lean. This is the after hour show. I'm just having, uh, you know, strength and conditioning people stretch. Look at that. That is insane. We'll be getting really shreddy here soon. Yeah. Once we get to the competition. But. Sure. <laughs> a couple back shots for you. Yeah, right. <laughs> is everyone creeping in here yet? Not yet. I'm honestly a little disappointed. But that's when what I, you have to do on stage, right? Like, yeah. what are some of the so, poses I mean, it's, you it's have to? It's a whole to... thing. I'm in a bikini that's all bedazzled out. I have heels on. You go out. You do a whole entire routine. You flex. Then they line you all up with other competitors. And wow. There's judges, and then they judge you right there, and then they send the papers up on stage, and then insane. Figure out if you win. That's wild. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you're like real life She-Hulk right now. That's <laughs> hey, yeah. That's I mean, at. it gets it gets wild. You know, the closer, like I said, the competition. I mean, you have to be stage lean, right? So stage lean is eight nine percent body fat is mm -hmm. what I need to get down to. Yeah. I was just talking to Julie on the phone the other day, and I'm between now and November 18th, I'm looking to lose between 10 and 15 pounds. Okay. Um, and that's where you get freaky looking and mm -hmm. that's where people in public are like, what is this girl <laughs> doing? You know what I mean? And it's just not maintainable, right? Sure. Um, but I that's mean, what you need to do to make it how long do you maintain that? Is that oh, like- Oh gosh. I mean, as soon as I stepped off stage, I was adding back in calories. Um, I mean, there's a certain threshold. I was just essential body fat. So after that, you want to slowly add in your calories, not to add in a whole lot of fat, right? Um, and it can be, I mean, it's a mental process too. It can be really challenging. I'm sure. So between April 30th and now, I had gained about 15 pounds, which is which is pretty standard, which is a good, a good slow gain, I would say. Yeah. I did wow. that just this afternoon, so. <laughs> hey, I had that's a bowl fine. Of fun. You know what, amazing. it's just water weight. It's cool, you'll lose it. <laughs> that's what I keep telling myself. No worries. Right? Oh, funny, I was gonna tell you to slide in a little bit. Thank you, you're <laughs> yeah. reading my mind already. Yeah, I got you. Another one of your many skills. <laughs> um, so we, we mentioned the expression macronutrients before. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? Because I'm sure most of us have, you know, we understand the concept, so large nutrients, but I know that's not Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, so, well, it's funny that you say that too. I mean, it should be, to me, in my eyes, it should be common knowledge. So whenever, when anybody is looking to lose weight or mm -hmm. put on weight or gain muscle or both at the same time, mm -hmm. um, typically people want to track their overall calories. Um, and that's kind of what I touched on when I was in high school, you know, just just track your calories, right? That's yeah. what society tells us to do. And if you're in a caloric deficit, you're going to lose. If you're in a surplus, you'll gain. Tracking macronutrients um, looks at your carbs, your fats, and your protein. Okay. Carbs, fats, protein are what make up calories and foods. Mm -hmm. um, so everybody is given a different ratio dependent upon different variables, your age, your height, your weight, your sex, um, and activity level. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and so my macronutrients would be completely different than yours. Sure. Yours would be obviously completely different than Julie's. Right. Um, and as a bodybuilder, you know, a lot of people don't even eat enough protein in general. Mm -hmm. um, just lifestyle, just people just don't eat enough protein. Sure. It's a lot of salads, right? Apples, fruits, when, you, when you're thinking of losing weight. Yeah. So as a bodybuilder, um, I always suggest you eat one gram of protein per pound of body weight. Okay. Um, and so right now, for me, I'm eating... 1800 calories in a deficit um, and still losing about a 0.5 to a pound per week. So macronutrients is again, just taking a look at your overall calories, but mm -hmm. what type of calories you're eating. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. So something you were kind of touching on before we hit record on this, and mm -hmm. I thought this was interesting is that, you know, it's funny, the first place I ever saw it was on some MTV documentary they were doing uh -huh. about Usher. And it was okay. about what he was eating on tour. Yeah. And he was like, you want abs like these, mm -hmm. you've got to work out like this. And he was eating the, the traditional combo, chicken, mm -hmm. rice, broccoli. Mm -hmm. And that was about it. And right. uh, I have a feeling, just judging from what we were talking about, uh -huh. that doesn't have to be necessarily true anymore, right? No. Or maybe it never was. No, not at all. I mean, and that's what a lot of bodybuilders, even competitors, are going to eat the chicken, rice, broccoli, blueberries, oatmeal, asparagus, egg whites. Yeah. And that's what they eat. Through the, the whole entire duration of their prep. Right. Um, so for me, just by tracking macros, now you do have to weigh and track your food in sure. a calorie tracking app, right? Yeah. Um, but I was still able to eat chocolate chips, cheese, bread, peanut butter every single day. Yeah. Um, and I was still able to lose weight. So you were so. just effectively like kind of just moving it around and make it fit within whatever the goal Has actually to, yeah, was. Yeah, you, you're giving your carbs, your fats, and your protein, and you want to hit that every single day. Um, and if, you know, you're allotted, you're, if you're in a calorie deficit, you just have to come within about five grams of each macronutrient. Now it is tough, right? And it's a sure. little daunting for people at first. Yeah. Um, but if nothing else, I mean, to me, it should be common knowledge for people to just understand because I don't have, I mean, I don't think people understand even what a, what a serving size should look like for No, food. not at all. Right. I mean, that's a definitely a big American problem, I think, for across sure. the board. For sure. So it's, I, and I'm glad that you're on here giving us some of this information. And I'm hoping this is just the beginning of a beautiful friendship. That yeah, me too. Right me too, future, right? Fun. Yeah, no. Uh, because it's something, obviously, you know, I have some concern for my health. Maybe not as much visually as <laughs> necessary. You can do this too? Uh, obviously, a big common mis misconception these days in the American food game, which I'm glad you have. I know you know where I'm going with this one. But like, yeah, you mentioned things like, you know, a, a big one I was always told they're like, and I had a lot of success with this at the time, but then I was like, this is a miserable way to live where I was just cutting certain things out, right? It was like, right. all right, yes. just hard cut dairy, hard cut this, yes. hard, you know. And while it w was effective, it was one of, it became unsustainable. Not maintainable. Right, right. because like after a few months, I was like, oh, I'm going to eat all the cheese and yes. I'm very unhappy, you know? Mm -hmm. And then Yo -yo I gained diet. the weight back, yeah, mm -hmm. right? right? You know, And so uh, that's where I went to the bread thing because right now you see so much of this, people are afraid of bread in general, right? Like, oh, yeah. is that, that's crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean. It, I guess this is a good lead in for yeah. like the dojo thing, right? Totally, like, for sure. Yeah, I mean, we all have those foods that we grew up with and that we have great memories of eating as yeah. kids. You know, we, oh, yeah. you know, many of us are emotional eaters. And mm -hmm. so for me, bread was always the food that I came back to for comfort, for nourishment, for all the things. And so, you know, as I've gotten older, I've been advised by healthcare professionals, trainers, mm -hmm. you know, you really need to cut back on your carbs and that means bread. And you hear it all the time from people and it all just is just, 
I, for me, I personally think it's really sad because bread is just a really special food. Yeah. And I think it's something that should not be cut out of the American diet. Right. Um, because it's nourished, it's nourished mankind for millennia, but I digress. So I really, it was important to me and it it really kind of reached a height for me during the pandemic when, you know, like so many people, I was stocking my pantry with whatever I could get my hands on. Mm -hmm. And suddenly, you know, the low carb breads and, you know, the, the low carb crackers and all the things that I was trying to do to compensate for Mm -hmm. this low carb life that I was trying to live Mm -hmm. no longer were available to me. And so I'm eating bread again and I'm eating pasta and I'm gaining So I went to my uh, food scientist friend, um, Sarah, and I I was like, you've got to do something about this. Like, this is this is this is a crisis for me. And I know I'm not alone here. (laughs) So how do we make this work? And so she created the spread. So um, yeah. So I mean, when we talk about macronutrients in bread, I think a typical, you know, typical bread, whether it's whole whole wheat or white is at least 90 calories. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This bread oh, yeah. has 40. Um, you know, carbs in this bread, total carbs are 10. Traditionally, a bread's going to have at least 20. Yeah. Um, most of which is sugar. Right. And so that's what's special about this bread is you can, it, the, the carbs in it are nine grams of dietary fiber, right. no sugar. Um, so it's all really nutrient dense and yet still has that fluffy texture and quality that people yeah, love. Yeah, like when we did the taste test on it, everybody yeah. was like, oh, we like it. It's got a great chew. Oh, it's, yeah. it, it's really good. You can't tell that it's low carb. Right. No. Right. And that's the important part, I think, for the public. And, and then you mentioned, you know, I mean, you make a great point, too, that like, eating a traditional sandwich on this is going to be just from the bread alone. You're cutting the calorie count on that easily in half, if not less right. like, or more than half. But you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So for people who maybe are not as focused on the macros, right. maybe are more focused on calories and yeah. are just didn't, you know, have that belief. It's just, mm-hmm. I got to just cut my calories and I'll lose some weight. This works for them too. It, you know, if you're a Weight Watchers person, it comes up as a one on okay. the Weight Watchers yeah. point. So yeah. it works for a lot of different diets. Um, and overall, it's nutritionally, you know, as good, if not better than most healthy breads on the market. Oh, it so, makes sense to me. Yeah. So it's, it's just, you know, this is one of many products that are now in the market that, mm-hmm. you know, not just bread, but pastas. There's a lot of options out there now that, to us today that right. weren't there, you know, sure. many years ago. So you don't have to just eat the chicken and the broccoli and the rice in right. order to yeah. achieve your um, your fitness goals. Does it cost a little more? Yeah. Well, that's It absolutely does. Right. Yeah. Most so, bread I, doesn't include a food science. Just, you know what I mean? On payroll. Yeah, exactly. Well, and actually, <laughs> yeah. Haley and I were just talking about that, and that does aggravate me, um, you know, because, like, to create this product mm-hmm. did require science. And, you know, I think some people are afraid of that word in food. Right. But mm-hmm. the reality is everything is science. Everything is made up of chemical right. compounds and properties. Right. And to get this to a place that is easily, um, that is tasty as well as nutrition nutritionally um, good for you mm-hmm. required the scientists to to do that work. I mean, it's a very, very precise formula. Sure. And so when I see stories on other brands, you know, I'm not talking bread specifically here, although no, there are just, some. Sure. Where oh, I just whipped this up in my kitchen. I'm like, did you though? Yeah, you're like, your kitchen <laughs> looks a lot like a Walter White's <laughs> lab. Like lab. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Cook that up in a lab. But, and it's fine, you know, that's fine. I just like honesty though, I think is. 
important. Yeah. Something of a bygone era. Transparency Mm -hmm. in marketing, I think, is something that's getting really popular right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like for a long time, that just wasn't a thing at all. People are like, transparency? You mean clear plastic bags? Right. No. You know? Well, and and consumers do today have a healthy skepticism. For sure. And they should. Right. You know, because, like, obviously, this is a product that's great for somebody who's on a diet, who's diabetic, Mm -hmm. who's following a keto diet. And Mm -hmm. if you are not honest... And you have a product that's out there and it actually doesn't have the correct carbs as reflected on the label and it spikes somebody blood somebody's blood sugar and they're right. insulin resistant. Like that's a problem for people. It's a real problem, yeah. Um, so so I guess the point here is you really do have to be very careful about looking at labels. And sure. I think more and more people are getting into that. And Kind of just to come back to what we were talking about, price sensitivity. Yeah. Sometimes you do have to just pay more for quality. And, and by the yeah, way, we're in a world right now where everything's kind of. I was going just up. gonna say everything's inflated right now. So yeah. just, ex- so. I, I'm at that point where I'm like, all right, I just this is just what it, it is. is. Yeah. What it is. I just right. stopped looking. Do? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't even. Yeah. Oh, no, <laughs> I, I was gonna say. Well, I wanted to ask you, Haley. Like, uh-huh. what are some what are some maybe common meals or things that you've been eating or making to to be macronutritious. I know that's not the right word, <laughs> no, yeah. but I could not say it. Yeah. Within my macro goals. Yes. Um, thank you. I mean, a lot of obviously proteins, right? Shrimp, rotisserie chicken, mm-hmm. um, a lot of salmon, um, you know, a lot of fillets. Fillets sure. actually, depending upon, I mean, it's, it's, very high in protein, um, and you can get lower fat content too. It's funny, um, we did a big meat special recently on the show, and we talked about that, how filets kind of, at once, it's a, kind of an undersung hero in that regard because yes. it is predominantly less fatty than most other beef cuts. Yes, it is, yeah, But, but maintains sure. the tenderness. You know? Right, yeah, exactly. Um, French toast, I actually made with Dojoy. Mm. It's delicious. That sounds awesome. Oh yeah, banana pre-workout, let's see, protein powders, um, protein bars, obviously. And but how much then protein I mean, are you trying to get in your diet every day? Um, right now I'm at 160 grams per day. Yeah. So, I mean, sometimes I'll walk around with just eating rotisserie chicken and some G Hughes barbecue sauce. (laughs) No sugar, you know? I mean, sounds awesome. Just bowls of protein. And that barbecue sauce is really good, too. Especially for being sugar free. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. I was like hot on that. And I was like, I tell all of my clients that from Westchester Fitness Club. Yeah. I've been trying to keep a sugar free lifestyle for a while. So, when that became a thing, I was like, oh, I can have sauce again. That's crazy. I missed that. This is amazing. (laughs) Right. Um, And then, like I said, too, I mean, peanut butter, chocolate chips, uh, cheese. Okay. We were talking about cheese earlier. I eat all of the cheese. Yeah. I mean, as long as it stays within my fat content, right? right? So everything with flexible dieting, and that's another term that we call it too. I actually run a nutrition group over at Westchester Fitness Club called Flex. Okay. Um, and it's a flexible dieting lifestyle to where you can eat, you know, 80% of the time you are eating the whole foods, the unprocessed foods, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then the other 20% of the time, enjoy your treats, right? Enjoy it, right? Live, you know, live life unrestricted. Don't, don't restrict yourself to all of the food because like we discussed earlier, nine times out of 10, you gain the weight back that you lose almost automatically. And then it's just a continuous yo-yo diet. And I'm terrible at a yo-yo. So at this point, I'm just like, I don't want to. A lot. I mean, nutrition (laughs) is tough. It's so hard. It really is. No, it's it's, it's the hardest. It's the struggle for everybody. So I'm always in awe of someone like yourself who's able to just like just 
get it in line and stick to it and then yeah. be so successful in the field like where you are professionally fit. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what? I'm professionally yeah. fat. I'm getting that. That's going to be my next <laughs> merch. Uh, and then I'll lose the so weight and then no one will buy it. It'll be great. Uh, I'll get you to where you need to be. That would be know? awesome. We, yeah. uh, we'll talk off air for yeah. real. Uh, okay, so let me ask you this then. We'll, we'll close on this. Where can people follow your fitness journey most easily? Do you like Instagram, all that kind of stuff? Yeah, um, Instagram, HalesXO underscore, and then I'm on TikTok too, HalesFitTalk. And Hales, um, can you spell that just so I- H-A-L-E-S. Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. Well, we should yeah, do it. We'll, we'll uh, work up a TikTok collab at some point here. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd be a we blast. We get the Jungle Gyms TikTok. I love oh, TikTok. Yeah, it's so awesome. much fun. <laughs> and Julie, how about a little shout out for Dojo too? We're uh, obviously, you know, you mentioned, and yes. I'll say something that I said off air to you too. Yes, that uh, I'm sorry, I keep, this keeps wiggling a little sorry. bit. No, I want you to be comfortable. So, no, uh, <laughs> I want to mention something. It's like, that's what I really want people to see is watch me doing that. Uh, no, something I thought was really smart that you did here. And I had a customer talk to me about it the other day, like I told you before. But um, not only can you get this here at Jungle Gyms, mm -hmm. but if you come at the right time, obviously while supplies last, yeah. there are occasionally uh, single slice samples that you can try mm. that are right next to the actual yes. display over natural foods, which I think is really cool. Yeah, we deliver the bread fresh on Thursdays. Oh, so, so that's a good day to get it. Come on Thursday yeah. afternoon. Yeah. And we usually stock our little single sam serve samples along with the bread. You yeah. can take it for free and try it before you buy it. Such a great idea, too. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. And uh, dojoy.com, right? Dojoy.com well? is the website. Dojoy Bread on Instagram. Perfect. Yep. And then you guys are on TikTok. And we're on TikTok and Facebook. Yeah. yeah. So give him a follow, everybody. Thank you. Well, thank you both yeah, for your time so much. Yeah, yeah. Always thank you. See you, you yeah, it's been a real pleasure to yeah, meet you. Thank absolutely. you so much. And nice your next you. competition you said me. is in November? November 18th in Hollywood, California. Oh, okay. So you're going, I was going to say, like, let's go. I'm like, ah, that would be a tougher one to sell. But the next one that's like regional. I mean, I would. Yeah, yeah. I've got family in Irvine. It'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Well, really nice to meet you again. Thanks yeah, for the time. And if I don't talk to you beforehand, which I will make sure that's not a thing, but good luck on your competition. You're going to kill it. Yeah, appreciate Thanks. All right. Haley, we wish you the best. And of course, Julie, thanks so much for coming back in. I'm hanging out with my loaf of Dojoy right now. And guess what? There are currently samples that's available in the store right now. So if you come out over here to Natural Foods where I'm hanging out, you can find that. So, you know, I know we talked about Dojoy, but we're also talking gluten-free and vegan baked goods this week from Chubby Bunny Bakery. And we're also joined by Chickpea Chicks. Uh, it's gonna be a great time. We've got a lot, of, you know, I get a lot of questions about are there vegan options? What are some other recipes that are outside of the typical American carnivorous diet? So I thought this was a fun opportunity to learn about a product that we carry here in the store and that we've been a big part of helping grow into a large brand. And of course, an opportunity for me to eat a bunch of delicious treats. So meet the teams from Chubby Bunny Bakery and Chickpea Chicks Hummus. We know that I've been looking for, I keep calling it unorthodox food pairings or weird food combos. And I thought this was an interesting opportunity here. So I'm gonna just lead into my original joke, but I'll let you both introduce yourselves first. So actually, why don't we start right? Kelly, why don't you start here and tell me who you are and what you've brought with you today? Okay, I'm Kelly Armstrong and I am Chickpea Chicks Hummus. And I brought uh, an array of sweet and savory hummus. Exciting. And Allison? I'm Allison Moore and I am Chubby Bunny Bakery and I brought pumpkin donuts and pumpkin swirl brownies. We're here for the fall action, ladies. I really appreciate it. So, all right. My question I teased you both with before we started was, why are you both here together? <laughs> <laughs> like I assume you're friends, but what, what's the connection here for real? We're actually married. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> that makes way more sense. <laughs> it's the most progressive episode I've done in 2022. Yeah. So. 
Yeah, I was, I was sort of curious because I was like, oh, this is not two necessarily brands I would see immediately together. But I was like, oh, no, this will be fun and we can talk about it. So um, it's a love story. We met at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. We were neighbors mm-hmm. at the farmer's market. In I Oxford. think I watched this on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty popular. <laughs> um, so Kelly used to produce out of the YWCA and mm-hmm. I produced out of Finley Kitchen downtown for oh, okay. a long time. Yeah. And then when I was moving out, like you know, I couldn't afford to stay in Finley Kitchen forever. Um, I, you know, found a space and I was like, Kelly, you're coming with me. And she was like, no, (laughs) no. And and then like, you know, the YWCA has now closed and they're moving and they're building a new facility on the east side of Hamilton. So um, it was the natural next step that I was like, come live with me. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's super cool. And we don't cross contaminate anything. And the products, they're both, you know, they're both gluten-free, they're both vegan, yep. you know, her Nut product free. doesn't have nuts, my product, you know, it, it just works. Mm-hmm. That makes perfect sense. Now. And, and I feel dumb now not thinking about that that way, but it's such a cool thing. Well, and it's, it was something I always, I always try to take a bit of like a human interest angle in all these things, mm-hmm. but I think it's really nice because it's wonderful to me at least to see independent vendors or just vendors in general who are like teaming up mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, I would assume you both help each other out. There's clearly yeah. some camaraderie here, not to oh, yeah. not to spoil our off-camera antics, but like, I think that's a, kind of an uncommon thing, right? You know, so many people are like, this is a space for me. Right, and, right. There's a lot of ego involved. For sure, and yeah. clearly not in this case. So uh, A, thank you for, I, hopefully this is inspiring people out there watching to be cooler about that in general. Mm-hmm. But I think, hey, congratulations to both of you for being those kinds of people. Yeah, it's just easier to do it with someone else. Yeah, right. support. We go through a lot of the same stuff, believe it or not. Like we're in a lot of the same stores, you know, we deal with a lot of the same people. It just, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, let's dive into the uh, the inception of this. Kelly, I'll have you go first. So how did you get into doing hummus? What, what was the inception of Chickpea Chicks? So um, a friend that I went to art school with mm-hmm. thought that we should start a project together. Yeah. And she always went to the farmer's market that Allison mentioned. And she was like, we were brainstorming on what to do. And she was like, and I made hummus for our little brainstorm. She was like, I think the answer is right in front of us. Yeah. And I was like, mm. it's just a little closer for you. Sorry. So, yeah. That's how I got started at the farmer's market on the weekends. And then it just like snowballed into more and more and more. And I quit my other job and went for this full-time homes. I love it. <laughs> well, it's really cool to me. I'm assuming, did you start out with a, as wide of a variety of products as you have now? Or is that something that's just expanded over time? Uh, I had two initially went to the farmer's market and the market manager. I was like, Oh, I think we're going to start in a month so we can get our packaging designed mm-hmm. and our logo and other flavors developed. And he was like, Oh, I want you here next week. So I was like, Oh, so then within a week I made like, two other flavors oh, wow. and showed up and met Allison. Aww. Well, then in that case, let's set, set it down this <laughs> way too, Allison. How did you get started in this? So I've struggled with health issues pretty much my whole life. And, you know, part of it factored into like I have stage four endometriosis. And mm-hmm. part of that was like, you know, you should try this diet to, you know, and I reacted to all these different foods and, you know, I would come to Jungle Gyms and I would look at all the products and I would read them all and then put them back because I couldn't eat what was in it. Sure. So 
I started just, you know, learning how to bake everything myself. Oh, okay. And then my mom's just really pushy. <laughs> and she's like, you know, I want you to sell this at the farmer's market. She's like, I already signed you up. And I was like, oh, right. okay. And then, you know, like I did the farmer's market for the summer. And mm -hmm. she's like, I called Jungle Gems. And I was like, you did what? And, and, and she's like, yeah, they, they're waiting to hear back from you. And I was like, what? And she was um, your marketing manager. Yeah. Right. I, I took Jungle Gym samples at the time. It was Elizabeth Weed was over that um, mm -hmm. area. And she loved it. And she's like, you start next week. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and like, I, had, I was like, I'm going to get hand surgery, like real quick, just real quick. Right. And, and she was like, Really? No. I was like, <laughs> I already got it scheduled. I'm just gonna get it done real quick. And sure. like in the meantime, they were like, Are you gonna start? Are you gonna start? And I had this like tiny little shelf that you know they gave me, just right. like a side thing, and, and they were like, You need an end cap. And I was like, I'm not sure I do. <laughs> 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 like I, I like constantly refilling this shelf, like in on such a small level, like I would bring stuff in in these goofy little baskets and it's hilarious now. Like right. when you look yeah, back yeah. on it sure. and you know, finally she's like end cap now. And I was <laughs> like, okay, I find someone to build this end cap with the end cap. And now I'm on my second end cap. And, Congratulations. You know, but this coming year, 2023, is my 10th year in Jungle Gems. Wow. That, congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah, Thank that's you. Wild. And you're in both stores, right? Because I think you're in I am in both well. stores. Okay. Mm -hmm. cool. So is Kelly. Yeah, I was going to say. I saw I, I saw that on display the other day while I was over there, actually. So I, I figured to double check on yours because I didn't look hard enough. But, yeah. And I'm always doing a little research and trying to be somewhat mindful. Mm -hmm. So now I'm trying to think, what's the, what's the collab? Have you guys worked on a product together yet? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh. we did um, we did parfait jars, jars mm -hmm. where we layered oh, cake and hummus, the dessert hummuses. Yeah. Oh, that sounds really good. Yeah. And then you filled chocolate cupcakes with the chocolate raspberry hummus. In the mm -hmm. So I mostly do the dessert hummuses, right? But, sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, I now I'm sitting here. I'm like, all right, what's my weird combo that I would try to come up with? Well, I'll find out when I take some of all of it home and then eat all of it in private. And then whenever I'm not too ashamed to share that I blend it together, I'll be like, hey, have you ever thought about this? Yeah. Um, well, I'll start with you, Allison. Do you have a favorite product in your lineup? Oh. Is that like picking your favorite child? Probably. So easy then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Ian, Eva, Ian, <laughs> Eva. Um, I would say my, my most popular product is the the pumpkin chocolate chip muffin or pumpkin chocolate chip donut. Okay. It w it's like, it's the original OG product. Okay. It was the first one I ever made. And it's still the most popular one. It's well, still, I make yeah. the most of it. We right? brought uh, we brought one in for display. And as I know, I was telling you off air too. Literally, I'm getting, uh, we've been stopped multiple times this week because that's been a very favorite product. And it's really, and you know, I guess I'll just repeat it since we're on air now, but I do think it's really cool that you are offering products that really cater to a wide variety of customers. And I know the customers really, really, really appreciate that because mm -hmm. there's no reason they should just be stopping me in the store to tell me that, but they do. I think it's a really, it's honestly, it's a really cool thing. I, and I'm, don't take that in a bad way, everybody watching. I want you to stop me, but I'm, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but since I have no direct involvement in it, I'm just always like, that's really cool i'm glad you're happy and then i'm like oh i'll tell them when they come on the show yeah and here we are they know you're connected 
Yeah, it's true. Yeah, right. I'm like, I got this big bright wall and all that stuff. <laughs> Kelly, how about you? Do you have a favorite one in your lineup? I probably, I I also go back to my, my first. Yeah. yeah, the lemon. Yeah. The lemon was my very first baby. And, but right now, and I haven't brought it in yet, but I brought you a sneak preview. Ooh, oh, that's exciting. Thank you very much, by You're the way. You're welcome. And it's pizza. Cool. Oh, it's okay. I see. really I'm, well. Yeah. And you know what, folks? I'll show you this. We brought some of the products we've got on the table. We don't carry the very small ones. That's a Mark podcast host benefit only. <laughs> you got to buy adult sizes there. But yeah. this is so I can try to all know what to tell you all to eat. <laughs> I hear a lot, obviously, about your Cincinnati, the uh, uh, Cincy style. Excuse yeah. Me. Yep, yep, yep. I hear that one being very popular. One that gets talked about quite a bit, too. It's so cool. I, uh, I wanted to ask about the sweet side. Mm-hmm. Are the ingredients much, as far as like the base layer, right? Are we still using things like chickpeas and that to make it? And then you're just adding other flavors. I use chickpeas in the pumpkin pie. Mm -hmm. And I also have a gingerbread during the holiday season oh. that I use chickpeas in. Wow. But so are you the... suggesting the Christmas menus ready? <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke, folks. Uh, no, that sounds delicious though. But the other ones, I'm sorry to cut you off. Oh, that's okay. But for the... my poor attempts at humor. <laughs> The chocolates are made with black beans. Oh, cool. Awesome. So, But everybody else is chickpea. And that makes sense, too. Mm -hmm. And I was always curious about that. It was one of those things. So I haven't ever really tried a dessert hummus before. So I'm, I'm excited you brought it's some. It's still a I'm, weird concept sure. to a lot of people. But the thing is, at the end of the day, it's like food is food. And right. you're eating it for the taste. You know, I'm like, mm -hmm. how many times are you actually eating this? And you're like, oh, black beans. You know, you're like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Now it yeah. makes me want to season actual just unprocessed black beans at this point at my house with other delicious flavors. Mm -hmm. Like that, chocolate. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the thing. It's like me and a bottle of Hershey's in the kitchen <laughs> one. And they're like, let's see what happens. Sure, it won't be asked. This good, is healthy. But. Yeah, right? Yeah. Chocolate beans. Yeah. Do you all ever invite like your audience to suggest flavors or anything like that? Do you get those kinds of requests from people? Oh, I feel like people yeah. ask yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time, mm -hmm. but yeah. it, it's hard to do what we call test kitchen because yeah. we work like 14 hours a day. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So mm -hmm. we would love to. And I think that's both where we both thrive is in creating new products, sure. but yeah. you get stuck in the, I have to make all this stuff mm -hmm. right. for the masses. Mm -hmm. And you know, we're like, we have time for test kitchen this week. And then it's like, no, no play the hits. Yeah. It, it yeah. is nice when people suggest other flavors because that makes you know that they're showing interest in yeah. the product for yeah. one. Right. Yeah. And they care. Yeah, and that's like, you know, and I feel like at the end of the day for anybody, that's probably ultimately really what you're hoping for, right? Is that they're truly engaging enough mm -hmm. to be like, I love what you do. Right. Listen, I love dill pickle, but have you ever thought about sauerkraut, for example? You know what I mean? Something like that. <laughs> I've had that, that suggestion before. I, I, as, as soon as I looked down, I was like, what's the thing I'm going to say next? And that was the first thought I had. I feel like Cincinnati would love that too. Yeah. You know, it's your oh, Oktoberfest sure. special. Right. But I imagine that's got to be the hardest part. So, and now you're going to make a sauerkraut donut. <laughs> It would be so Please moist. Don't. Can you imagine? <laughs> There's a sauerkraut festival, and they do really. I thought they do sweet stuff. Sweet oh, yeah. I think I'd be. I'd, listen, I'd be down to try it. I have a rule. You should I go. Try, I'll try oh anything gosh. twice. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. is it local? Is the yeah. festival local? Oh. I feel like it's semi-local. Yeah, Waynesville. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's not too far. I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I that. mean, you're going to be going to the Ren Fair anyway, and that's that. Let's hope so. so. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'd really like to do. I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, what's my tie to go to that? Because I really just want to put on a suit of armor and fight somebody with like a halberd or something. And, uh, yeah. That's the big thing this year, apparently, is they have like actual armored people. 
yeah, I know this woman who does that now. That's like her big, she was an artist as well, mm-hmm. but she's been pushing. She's like, you got to come check this out. And I was like, I kind of want to, but also a little scared. What if I like <laughs> yeah. it? What if this is that moment where I'm like, like, this it. is, this is my thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I just want to put on armor and fight people now. You know? As long as they film it. True. You yeah. know, anything for internet cloud. Right. That's where I'm at. Yep. You yeah. Know? And you can totally eat there. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. We do a whole food. turkey leg yeah. special, mm-hmm. which I think if I recall correctly, now that I've derailed everything, um, <laughs> I, th- I don't think it's actually turkey legs. I think it's another. It is. Yeah. It's, uh, is it like is it- that's what I was thinking. It was like emu, ostrich, one of those. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. yeah, it was one of those, like, I felt like it was in the, not early, early days of the internet, but somewhere. <laughs> They're like, like the it's decade. a bird. Yeah, they were <laughs> just fine. like, you know, the turkey legs are not actually turkey legs of the Renaissance Festival. It's from this, you know, and I'm like, oh, I don't really care. If it tastes like turkey, that's really where I'm here. It's more you know? historically accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And again, that's the other reason I'm going to put on armor to eat turkey legs. The whole thing's a mess. So that's so cool. Um, on a more serious note, Kelly, obviously you've got a lot of flavors here. Are you just selling these as like, is this just for dipping? I mean, how are, how do you recommend people take and use your product? So the Scentsy style, people can add it to pasta sauce or um, just hot pasta and toss it and make like a chili spaghetti. Oh, okay. And we've also layered it with um, vegan or not vegan cream cheese and like some green onions chopped up and some vegan cheese or not vegan cheese and make like a quicker version of the chili dip. Of course, yeah. Oh, Great. chili dip. I know a little too much healthy about that on a personal level yeah. this way now. It is faster and healthier. Yeah, that's a great idea. Well, like, I, I think you put, put it well. I mean, it really is like just give a little boost to the mm-hmm. dish that you're doing. And probably a non-traditional way of thinking it. So thank you. I appreciate it. Sure. And how about you, Allison? <laughs> I just want I don't you know to know why I want to. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know why I'm giving you so much heat today. Yeah. But I've just felt like. I can take it. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah, I was just say, you came with a good bit of snark today. Yeah, so I appreciate that's it. That's how I operate. You're just hoping for people to eat it straight up. Yeah, just eat it. Have you ever had any people tell you they pair it with something strange? That is, uh, that's been uh, that's been hot in my brain lately. You ever have somebody reach out and be like, you know what I really like doing is I like taking your pumpkin donut and I put yellow mustard on it or something like that. Or use it as hamburger buns. Oh, there you go. I'm actually on board for that. That sounds like a good move. There was a girl that made a smoothie bowl with it today and tagged me on it Instagram, and I was like, okay, yeah. I'm into that a little, like maybe some yeah, yogurt. like yogurt. And yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. I've done that. Throw that in there. Mm-hmm. A little taste of that California acai bowl lifestyle. Yeah. You know, that's so popular. <laughs> and how about you on that one, Kelly? You got anybody that's like, hey, this is something I really recommend doing, and you mm. didn't think it fit? Yeah, I do. Um, the sweet ones, mm-hmm. any of them, the pumpkin pie, the chocolate raspberry, chocolate coconut, or gingerbread are good stirred into oatmeal. Oh, green cool. yogurt. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, so what I'm going to do then, I think in the future, is I'm just going to go and try some of these combos too. We'll see what happens. Okay. Yeah. So anything fun on the horizon for either of you that we can ex- have customers expect, aside from knowing that we've got your great product here at Jungle Gyms International Markets? <laughs> um, we have the storefront yeah. um, on Main Street in Hamilton. Oh, you cool. can come out and see us. It's open two days a week okay. from 11 to 4. So we do wholesale the whole rest of the week, but okay. then we open to the public and sell direct. And, you know, I make Wait, cakes for which people. Which days are those, and, by the way? Oh, Friday and Saturday. Awesome. So then we can come out and see you too. And if not, come by the rest of the week and visit us at Jungle Gyms to try it. Yeah. I love it. 
Well, ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. I had a lot of fun. I'm excited to try all this stuff. Awesome. Thank Aggressively. You. you can find me. You can find me in my kitchen right near my refrigerator around 3 a.m. eating these in my underwear. It's going to be great. Good. So all kidding aside. Make well, sure I'm you not email kidding. us after you do it. Of course. No, I actually, I'll set up the live stream and I'll have it oh, right to you. I'm like, heads better. up. It'll be great. Not safe for work. Not probably mostly safe for work. You know, you're your own bosses, so I'll let that be at your discretion. But no, I really appreciate you coming in. Thanks so much. I'm yeah, looking forward to. For uh, of course, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for gingerbread coming in the near future too. So it's okay. great. Thanks, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. And that's the show, folks. Thanks so much for watching. Hey, don't forget, coming up in November, we've got the Jungle Gyms International Wine Festival. Tickets are on sale now. I'm going to be doing some content on it. And my personal goal is to sell out the connoisseur-level tickets. Think of it as like VIP, but fancier because it's wine. We've got all kinds of fun stuff coming up. I'm looking forward to making Dole Whip on the show. I can say Dole Whip because I'm not putting it on a product. But that's what we mean by pineapple whip. And on that, I'm going to go ahead and finish this up. Let's take off out of here, and I will see you all out in the aisles. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.